This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live. Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. You could see the steam coming off my bald spot. And Beth West. Because I've got a carton of eggs at home that has their name on it. Class is in. This is Rock School, and you're listening to it, or uh, you wouldn't be hearing me. It's the old, does a tree fall in the forest and nobody hear it? Does it actually make a radio so show? nobody's mm-hmm. getting it via Morse code? No, not anymore. We used to do that, but all the wires got cut. I blame Moodle. That's what I That's blame. what, yes. Yes, I blame it completely. I blame it, too. <laughs> my name is Joe Burns. Sitting to my left is this lady. What's your name? Beth West. Beth, when you go to see a concert, where do you normally buy your tickets? Well, usually the concert dictates where you buy your tickets. Where do you I, normally buy I go to buy a lot. Them? I mean, most of the time you can't avoid Ticketmaster. Right. That's where almost all of my tickets come from, unless I go yeah. to some kind of a ticket exchange site. Right. Some of but, the smaller venues still have their own. Tipitina's in the Republic in New Orleans. I just bought tickets to them. They don't go through Ticketmaster. They are one of the few. One of the few. One of the few. One of the very few. Well, Ticketmaster really nailed me on one of these things I wanted to do with my kids. There was mm-hmm. this one big push. You know, tickets are only $14. Wow, that's amazing. I think I'll Oh, do yeah. It. Very when affordable. Was, uh, right. When it was over, the tickets were like $600. When it was yes, the fees and the service fees. And everybody thought that when Live Nation started coming out that it would be this like price war and so service fees would go down and then they joined together and now it's all now it's absurd yeah it's it ridiculously is. absurd i decided to do a show on Ticketmaster. let's do it can we just right. bash them the entire time no no oh. yes yes well no yeah, maybe some a yeah little? i wanted to talk about their general fee structure and the history of Ticketmaster. why is it that there is no competition what about you know the monopoly clauses that sure. are in how is it possible that there aren't lawsuits flying like crazy Yeah, I'd like to know these things. Right. I think I'll try to answer some of those, and we'll talk about the fee structure. If you've ever bought from Ticketmaster, you can see where all the fees come from, but you have to really fine print it. Mm -hmm. So what I've done is I've broken it out, and I'll show you exactly, I said, a $14 ticket. Actually, it was $14.50. Well, I have it here. There's my $14.50 ticket, and I have exactly what every single fee was showing you what it came out to be. So... After we play a song, I'm going to break down exactly what the fee structure is. Then we'll get into the history and how this became huge. Right. you got to play music. In order to do this, I went out and I found songs that all dealt with a ticket in some way. Tickets to ride. How about two tickets to paradise? Oh, all right. It's any money. Good way to start. Pack your bags. We leave tonight right here on Rock School.
talking Ticketmaster for an hour here on Rock School. Would you like to know the general fee structure of Ticketmaster? I guess so. I mean, yes, I knew. Yeah. Want to know? But it just will make me mad. <laughs> it will. It's no. This is just general. Okay. Now this 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 changes obviously from place to place. There is a service and or convenience charge. This is Ticketmaster's charge for just the service they provide of the ease of being able to buy tickets that was that was their selling pitch when Ticketmaster first came around okay their ease do you remember uh, i remember this specifically when like a band would come to town you'd have to get up at three o'clock in the morning and get in line at peaches records or something like that or something i think i one time i went to a dillard's right to buy the department store because they had a ticket Place. Right. Some major retailer had to have something that printed tickets. Right. And so you bought your tickets there. Mm-hmm. Ticketmaster just turned it into something that was ease. And when they first came out, okay, I'll give you five bucks to make it easy. And then they went crazy. Then there's a building or facility charge. Now, this has nothing to do with Ticketmaster. It is determined by the venue. It's just the Ticketmaster said, if you use us, you can tack this on. That was one of their selling points. Really? I was going to say... Isn't the charge for the building built within the price of the concert ticket? One of the selling points of using Ticketmaster. Uh, Processing charge. This is Ticketmaster's charge for, obviously, processing your order. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Usually, it's not a per-ticket charge, but rather a per-order charge. Mm -hmm. Gosh, they're nice. And then there's a shipping charge on top of that. Taxes, blah, 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 blah. So... $14.50 $14.50 for the ticket. Right. Okay. To get the admission into the event. Right. To see this thing happen, facility charge, 50 cents. Okay. Convenience charge, $4.95. Okay. Taxes, 39 cents. Processing fee, $4.58. And I did will call, which is, which is free. no charge. Right. So in case you're wondering, $10.00. 42 cents on a $14.50 ticket or the charges on top of the ticket itself, 72% of the ticketed price. So, but, and most of that was the processing fee and... Facility charge. Oh, pardon me. Convenience charge. The convenience, those are both Ticketmaster. Yes, they are. the right. convenience and processing. You got it. So my And those four- are two separate things. Right. So my 14 and 50 cent ticket cost me $24.92. See, I I'm starting four. to see red already. Exactly. I just it really pisses me off. Yeah, exactly. I, it cheeses me off. Is that better? Is that more appropriate yes. for radio? That's a better cheeses way of putting it. Cheeses me off. It cheeses yeah. me off. So, let's play something else. We'll come back. We'll start talking about the history. Where did this thing come from? How did it become what it is? We'll tell you all about it. Here's David Allen Coe, One Way Ticket to Nowhere on Rock School. Ticketmaster today on Rock School. Where'd it come from? 1976 is when mm-hmm. Ticketmaster starts. It was founded in Phoenix, Arizona. By a couple of college kids, Albert Leffler and Peter Gadois, and a businessman who I'm sure was the money guy, Gordon Gunn. Leffler is the guy who comes up with the name Ticketmaster. Why Ticketmaster? Well, when it was formed, it was competing against a huge 
competitor named Ticketron. Ticketron. Do you remember Ticketron? No, oh, but I it do. sounds it sounds very futuristic in a 1970s kind of way. I, yeah, I guarantee it. Um, the first operation was established. I don't know why it was founded in Phoenix, Arizona, but the first operation established was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. The very, and I'm just going to give you a couple of little pieces of information, then I want to talk about where you purchased yours. The first operation uh, to sell tickets sold the University of New Mexico's concert for the Electric Light Orchestra in 1977. The first major venue signing up for Ticketmaster is, and this is going to break your heart, the Louisiana Superdome. No. I kid you not. No. The first major league team signed up to Ticketmaster was the New Orleans Jazz, which is obviously is that now, why we kicked them out. Yeah, which is obviously now the the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz. Sure. Uh, Ticketmaster was originally to be sports and sports oh, and sports and sports, sports. only, and yeah, that is not even how I think of them at all anymore. No, its entire change occurred in 1982. A Chicago investor by the name of Jay, I think it's Pritzker, but think of the S as a Z. Pritzker. He purchased it. Uh, he was the wealthy owner of Hyatt Hotel. Paid four million for the whole thing and decided sports ain't where it's at. Although you can buy sports over. Oh right, it. yeah. Sure. Sports ain't where it's at. We got to go to concerts. That's that's He's the basic the guy concept who moved it over of to, it. I just are any of these guys still living and do we know where they are? I don't know because I've got a carton of eggs at home that has their name <laughs> has, on it. Has something to do with it? <laughs> just now, you know. Where did you where did you buy your tickets? Well, I go to smaller shows, and so yesterday I d- kind of had a moment of insanity and bought tickets to three different shows that are coming up here in New Orleans to smaller venues. Right. So it's like general admission, a couple hundred people. And so these are smaller competitors, not really, they're not, I mean, it's like Goliath, it's David throwing something at Goliath, but uh, TicketWeb and TicketFly. And they do charge service fees, but it doesn't seem to be the Anywhere same near. amount. No, um, $6 on a $25 ticket. It's Will Calls. See, that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. And that means that's the service fee. I could still, this is at the Republic in New Orleans, I could go to the Republic and buy a ticket, I'm pretty sure, for this Mm -hmm. event. But I live 30 minutes away from New Orleans. $6, that would be the gas to get there. See, that's enough of a selling point to me. That's a convenience fee. Yeah, but all these additional charges to Ticketmaster drives you crazy. Let's play another one. Here's Michael Sweet, Ticket to Freedom. Okay, first break here on Rock School. Now, why is Ticketmaster the monster? Because you mentioned a couple little places yeah, there. that you just you know, go through. I would never know of those places, but I went to the venue's website to buy the ticket, and that's who that's they said they to. used. Right. Okay, why did Ticketmaster become a monster? Well, it was their pitch. Here was the situation. When Ticketmaster went to doing mainly concerts, they stopped promoting themselves to the bands. 
Oh, they okay. no longer promote Not themselves directly to the band. No, so who do they pro- promote themselves? The to? promoters. Here was the problem: bands used to be paid a lump sum. You come in, perform, we'll give you $10,000, $10, go away. Based, right? not, nothing to do. 100 people show up, you get $10,000. You got 10, it. 10,000 people show up, you get $10,000. Well, that's not the way it started working in the 1980s. Bands started to be paid on a percentage basis. Well, that makes sense to me. You, it does to me, too. Yeah, you sell 100 tickets, you get a percentage of that, you sell more, you, got you it. get more. This also meant that each concert was a negotiation between band and promoter, right? Okay. Depend- I, still, I don't really understand the promoter's job and like his role get in people this, to come to, to the concert people. so he's the person in charge of letting the public know exactly that, that the concert is he's basically advertising right so i get the word promoter like i know what that means right but i just I, i'm trying to fit him in and the financially go- right and the negotiation was that if nobody shows up to the concert it's not our fault you didn't do decent promotion okay. and my band is not going to suffer because you didn't bring people into the venue so the promoters are then are they tied to venues or are they tied to bands it depends they could be tied to multiple venues they could be tied to areas but their job is to bring people in and set them inside of the venues got it to make sure that and people I know, are there i've had you know so and so presents Exactly the promoter presents, and I get that. I just never really understood, and I guess that's why it's always seemed a little cloudy to me because they're not necessarily tied to a band. Nope, they're tied to a venue. Okay, right. There's a promoter for the Superdome. There's a promoter for what have you. But I'm sure that major things. I'm I'm sure there's a promoter for the Saints. Right. There's a promoter. What an easy job that is these days. I'm sure. Right. Right. Yeah. That that guy does nothing. He sits at home all day and collects a check. Right. In a in a bathrobe. However, Ticketmaster began charging a service charge that would be split with the promoters for using the service. Promoters then were assured that they would make money no matter what the deal was they made with the band because they would get a piece of change off of every ticket sold. If they were getting less percentage for a certain band, if they went with Ticketmaster, they knew they were getting that service fee. So the pitch goes this way. For a service charge, which promoters would receive a chunk of, promoters must use Ticketmaster exclusively, both okay. win. Now, if the promoter has any morals, the first thing he would say was, well, what about the audience? What's going on with the audience? <laughs> Ticketmaster's pitch was that customers win because of the service charge they are making buying the tickets easier it negated the audience members having to stand in line and there is something to that if all you were paying was like a six buck service charge right buy that okay yeah that's exactly i'm not saying that it isn't convenient just to go hit a few buttons and buy tickets online now right without actually having to go event to a venue or back in the day even before computers like go to a ticket office not the venue, you know, you could buy something to a concert two states away. Right. You just it's had brilliant. to go to the Ticketmaster. That I, that makes sense, and I totally, yeah, I totally agree. It's convenient, therefore, I will pay a few dollars extra. You got it. But at what point does it get ridiculous? We're there. 
Right. Yeah. We are Hello there. We are so far. Hello, KPVL, Postville, Iowa. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. Thank you for putting up with my IR today. Yeah, a little angry at Ticketmaster, are <laughs> I'm you? I'm very, I just, yeah, it's a long-held anger, and you're letting me release just it today. Lie down, on the, lie down on the couch. How does that make you feel? <laughs> so, get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute, how did they become so big so fast? How did they destroy Ticketron? Simple. Money. Back in a minute on Rock School. Coming out of the break, Ticketmaster has a competitor, Ticketron. Right. Okay. Now, a lot of people think Ticketmaster became who they are because they went computerized. And that was the big thing. Ticketmaster was computerized. Ticketron was not. They still had point-of-sale stuff. Not true. Everybody was going computerized well, at sure. the time. It was I mean, the 80s, right? Yeah. Ticketron, That's the way it was going. Right. Ticketron wasn't just sitting around watching the world go by. Right, and all oh, this computer thing's a fad. That's right. Oh, forget that. What Ticketmaster was able to do was sell 25,000 tickets in 10 minutes when it first got going. Now, by today's standards, it's there. But no, thinking about an actual person having to walk up to a window is what you're saying. Right. As Across the to, country. Right, as right. opposed to 25,000 tickets in a minute. That's amazing. Right. And when Ticketmaster first got started, its customer relations, customer satisfaction returns were humongous. People loved it. Well, I would imagine that they didn't start out as greedy, horrible devils. <laughs> This is an allegement. We are not. Uh, we don't believe this here on the Rock School Radio Show. Okay, moving is, back in. This is my personal opinion and does not <laughs> represent the opinion of KSLU, Southeastern University. Or any employees here. any employees are. Okay, here's what happened was. Remember I told you Jay Pritzker, the money guy? Right, the right. money guy. He decided rather than, it would be easier, rather than going around to all these little places where he wanted to set up. Uh, Ticketmaster systems, mm-hmm. rather than going and setting it up, what he did was simply snapped up already existing. He bought them. Right. He bought them. That's what he did. Instead of convincing them to sell Ticketmaster tickets. He just simply bought them. bought them and then converted their systems to Ticketmaster systems. So he didn't have to go set up a whole new, he didn't have to reinvent the wheel in San Diego. He simply bought a ticket sales thing in San Diego, sent a group out there and boom, now all of a sudden they're Ticketmaster. Ticket It was brilliant. So had the money to do it. He did. Ticketron made a bid to compete with Ticketmaster, but by this time, Ticketmaster was far too out in front. So why are they not a monopoly? That's the question a lot of people think. Why are they not a monopoly? Well, in the 1990s, when the time by the time they ruled the ticket sales business, lawsuits were brought against them. You're a monopoly. The courts found that they were not an illegal monopoly. They are a monopoly, but they are not an illegal monopoly in terms of the law that suggests what is a monopoly or not. It's called the Sherman Act. Mm -hmm. Why are they not an illegal monopoly? Because they did not come to their 
status as a monopoly by what's known as predatory practices. So they didn't buy Ticketron. You got it. Ticketron had every right to do exactly what Ticketmaster did. They just didn't do it as well, and they were simply defeated. The public liked Ticketmaster better than Ticketron, and they went out of business, period. Okay. However, after... How long ago was it that they bought Live Nation? Now that's that's in the courts, and I can't. Is speak, it currently? I can't speak on that right now. Okay. But back at this point in time, back in right. the nineties, they were not according to the law because they just did, made a better product and therefore you got forced it. out the competition. That's right. They made a better they made a better mousetrap, and just because you went out of business because they're better does not make them a monopoly. Were they predatory in putting you out of business? That's the question. Hmm. Hmm. She said, here you go, badly drawn boy, tickets to what you need, right here on Rock School. I'm turning the lights down low, ready to make my move. Coming on a badly drawn boy as we talk about Ticketmaster. Let's take a break before Beth, uh, I don't know, implodes or blows explodes a gasket. Or, yeah, so, I think yeah, my blood I, pressure's going up. I get angry, too. Let me tell you a real quick story. I went to see the Zephyrs, the baseball team down mm-hmm. in New Orleans. I'm saying it for the, the audience. I know you know that. I went online and I bought four tickets right. over Ticketmaster, and all the charges were put on. Just a minor league team, you exactly. know. You should be able to go there for next to nothing. For next, yeah. I don't remember how much the tickets came out to be, but it was it came out to be something like seventeen per ticket. I arrived that night, and it was Star Wars night. And had I just worn something Star Wars, I'd have got in for six bucks. I mean, Stop you it. could see the steam coming off my bald spot. It was horrible it was driving me insane I mean, is there in the greater star wars universe there probably is a character where steams comes off the top of its head yeah, it's, and you could have just claimed to be that person bobo bald i think it was yes. let us take a moment take a break and we'll come back with somebody that actually decided to go up against the monster that is Ticketmaster. i've got a couple that did it but first seven days in 70 seconds doing the names i'm joe burns i'm beth west let us do these dates august 12th all the way through august 18th Something that happened on these dates back in history. I believe you have Monday, Beth West. Go. August 12th, 1966, John Lennon somewhat apologized at a news conference for his comment that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. Great. You can also see it on YouTube. You want to talk about a guy that talks a lot but never says, but never says sorry. Anything. He could have been a politician. Yeah. August 13th, 1967, the Daughters of the American Revolution uh, refused to allow Joan Baez to perform at Constitution Hall in Washington, D.C. due to her stance against the Vietnam War. They're good at making really bad decisions. That Marian Anderson thing from, what, 20 or so years before that. August 14th, 2000, police in L.A. fired tear gas and rubber bullets into a Rage Against the Machine crowd after the 9,000-person-strong group turned violent. Yeah, you can't do that. You know, get upset at the concert and yell things, but you can't start. Don't get violent. Yeah, don't do that. August 15th, 1939, The Wizard of Oz premieres in Hollywood, California, and young members of Pink Floyd go... Hmm. Oh, yeah? We could write an album to that. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they did. Yeah. August 16, 2003, the U.S. Postal Service unveiled a new stamp celebrating the life of composer Henry Mancini. And that is probably the most boring one you've ever written. <laughs> Even when you lick it, you kind of go, oh, oh it tastes stale. Yeah. August 17, 1995, security guards carried Courtney Love off stage after she began fist fighting with fans after she announced uh, she didn't believe they were cheering loud enough oh, yeah. for her. Good. Don't Good call, that. Courtney. No. August 18th, 1956, the original version of Hound Dog by Willie Mae Big Mama Thornton is released on Peacock Records. Okay, two times, two times it happened that bands, well, two major times, that bands decided, we're not using Ticketmaster. You can just stick it in your ear. Now, you heard later in the show that... It's venues that work with Ticketmaster, not bands. So when Pearl Jam said, your fees are absurd, we are not using you, it wasn't so much that Ticketmaster could be thrown away by Pearl Jam. What Pearl Jam had to do was find places that wouldn't use Ticketmaster. Exactly that. We'll tell you what happened in just a minute. It's Daughter by Pearl Jam on Rockstar. Breakfast table in an otherwise empty room. The young girl, violins, center of her own attention. All right, coming out of Pearl Jam, we said that Pearl Jam was angered that Ticketmaster was right. charging fees. And way what they wanted, Pearl Jam, was that we'll use Ticketmaster. However, you can only charge $1.80 per ticket. How they arrived at that, I have no that, idea. Yeah, but, okay. sat down, did some math. Fine. Buck Eddie 80. Vedder in a green visor with a pencil behind his ear. Right. Doing the math. Buck 80, right. Ticketmaster said, nope. 250 is the lowest we'll go, and we may go higher than that on some larger venues. So stick it in your ear, Pearl Jam, basically. Hmm. So what Pearl Jam did was they dropped the company and tried to do a tour only in venues that do not have contracts with the service. It went on for about a month and a half, and it fell apart and was canceled. You, you can't it's so fight unfortunate. I remember that and just being so just man. Yeah. I wanted them to win. I wanted them to be able to put together ain't gonna a happen. Tour. Do you know a band called String Cheese Incident? Uh, yes. Okay. They like to give away and sell their own concert tickets. The big They're thing homegrown. is, yeah, they like yeah. to give away tickets. In 2003, the band sues Ticketmaster, accusing the company of abusing market power by denying the group more than eight percent of the tickets it customarily gives away and makes available to you know people. They just want to give it away. This is where I start getting seriously angry because it's like if the people who make the music want to give away tickets to let their em. shows, let them. They should be able to give away tickets to their shows. I guarantee there is some mathematical formula somewhere that states X number of tickets must be sold or it is not profitable for the Ticketmaster company. I'm sure it just yeah. morally feels wrong. Well, they had a settlement with the band, believe it or not, that uh, allowed them to handle their tickets for five years. But the agreement expired in 2009, and that was that. However, both both of those things, the Pearl Jam and the String Cheese incident Uh deal, 
did get the Justice Department involved. Dun, da, da, da. Well, yeah. And when we get back, I'll tell you what happened with the Justice Department. This is the String Cheese Incident, born on the wrong planet, right here on Rock School. Second break here on Rock School. Would you like to have the top of your head explode off now? If it hasn't happened yet, then okay, let's hear it. Okay, a fiery anger is about to explode. We talked about Pearl Jam. We talked about the string cheese incident. The Justice Department gets involved. Okay, they go up to Ticketmaster. They haul him into court, and they say... You guys are charging all these fees. What's going you know, on? What's going on? Yeah. What you know? I, okay, you've been proven not to be predatory practicing. However, uh, come on. Ticketmaster says they argue that from one billion dollars worth of tickets sold in 1993, it generated a revenue of 191 million. Okay. Only seven million of which was earned as profit. Uh, that amount. Now I'm just telling you what it says. That amounted to less than ten seconds, ten cents in profit per ticket. The company stated that the industry was certainly competitive, and all someone had to do was come up with a better idea in the same way they did in the 80s. Do it better than us, and you will make the money. The government bought it, hook, line, and sinker, and that was that, period. So, in 1993, what you're saying is that Ticketmaster had $180 million in operating costs. Yes, for the mathematics. Right. Well, actually, it's one ninety one minus seven, so that would be one. You got it. That's what they it say. It took one hundred eighty four million dollars for Ticketmaster to run itself. Well, we sit like, here. We sit here in this little radio studio, thinking we don't know, but that's you know. I'm sure they had to somehow show that. I'm mm-hmm. sure they showed that in some way. McDonald's proved that you can live on their their minimum their minimum wage. wage. Yeah, just you know, get a second job and. Don't walk. Walk everywhere. Walk everywhere. Yeah, just walk everywhere. Don't even take public transportation. That's a little bit too expensive. So it can uh, it can be done. So they say. Well, like I said, it it would make you angry. There's more. There's more. We got to take a break. Who's listening to us there? uh, There, Beth. What do you got? WMCE in Erie, Pennsylvania is listening to us. I think we have a lot of affiliates in places I've never been. I'm going to have to take a road trip. Erie's neat. Erie's neat. I've driving never been in, in Pennsylvania at all. Driving into the city, you go right up along Erie. There's that there's oh, that sort cool. of road that goes yeah, right I'm up along trip it. it. Neato. Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Thanks for running the radio show. I'm going to road trip there, too. Yeah, well, hold your breath. Because <laughs> right into the... It, it gets wet for a while. Back in a minute on Rock School.
talking mainly about concerts with uh, mm-hmm. Ticketmaster right. so far. Right. In 1993, Paul Allen of Microsoft, who has more money than it, it's insane. The only person who has more money is Bill Gates. Right. Exactly that. And the the guy down in in Mexico. Right. They, he can, and Bill Gates keep yeah, flip flopping. Yes. Yeah. However, the stock market is today. It's that kind of thing. He purchases a controlling interest in Ticketmaster for $300 million and set it out to be the largest ticket sales company ever. So instead of... It's him. It's Paul Allen. So he's like... Now it's like Bill Gates is like the man in white and Paul Allen is the man in black. Because now Bill Gates basically... You got it. Gives away all of his money. Gates wants to cure polio. Yeah. This Paul guy wants, wants to sell to tickets. Just sell, you like, it. charge you more and more and more so for tickets. In 1994, under Paul Allen, they sell a whopping 52 million tickets to entertainment and sporting events. He brings sporting events yeah. back under the umbrella. Uh, they did have some failed business ventures under Allen. He tried a travel company and a one-stop shop for all event planning, as well as a magazine called Alive. He lost $11 million, but the profit Drop was the so bucket, much, yeah, sure. it was absolutely nothing. And in 1996, it goes public. Ticketmaster goes public. Paul Allen retained 54%, and within two years, the value of the company, ready for this, doubled. Physically doubled when they went went public. public. That's insane for for an IPO. So there you are. I know what IPO means. I listen to it. I'm just very proud of myself. Initial public offering. Well done. I got my finance under control. Elton John. Yeah, I acknowledge my checkbook. Mm -hmm. Elton John, got to get a meal ticket. Last break here on Rock School. The Ticketmaster train, I just don't know how you stop it. I I hate it. I use it. Well, you have to. I know. If you love something enough that you want to go to it, and that's the only way to do it, guess what? There's this giant thing out in Biloxi at one of the uh, casinos that's kind of a circus with this clown who's got a real tall head of hair. It's like a Cirque du Soleil thing? It's or? a Cirque du Soleil. It's a knockoff. Right, yeah. right. And it's it, it's one of these things where you can buy cheap tickets for the kids, and I'm thinking, well, this is fantastic. The kids will love it. Plus, we can hit the buffet and all that. Sure, and they, they love yeah. they, with the kids beach. And, they love yeah, it. Yeah, right. that'd be great. I can't buy the tickets anywhere other than Ticketmaster. Right. And it's driving me crazy because the tickets are not that expensive, but service fees it's gonna drive it up and it, to the point where i almost want to say stick it in your ear yeah you know, i don't want to do it go yeah. pound sand it well it becomes affordable it it starts affordable and then you add the fees and suddenly it's outrageous right it pushes it over the edge it does it drives me crazy and when i get there you know the kids are going to want the cotton candy and the popcorn of and all that kind of stuff will. and if you only charged me six bucks for the fee i wouldn't think twice about it of course yeah Grr. yeah in 2000 2000- angry so angry i know 2008 ticketmaster began buying the large ticket companies of europe and in 2009 merged with live nation the country's largest concert promoter live nation is fairly cool because you can buy backstage passes however 
stunningly expensive. Oh, yes. Yeah. So expensive. And it feels very elitist and because they have so many different pricing structures of all these right. VIP package, blah, 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 blah. The Van Halen backstage pass, and it never once said whether you met the band or not. Oh, right. I assumed they you did. They can't even guarantee. They can't guarantee right. that. I assumed you did, but didn't know it was over. It was over seven hundred dollars per ticket, and oh. it would have been just my oh. wife and I. So it's fourteen hundred dollars. I love Van For Halen. One night. Yeah, I love Van Halen, but that's I've a lot of money. Seen, I've seen them five, six times. That's enough. Yeah. So there you go. That's Ticketmaster. That's where it came from. That's its story. And uh, I don't know if it helped your anger or not, but there you go. And it was, yeah. this, was, this was a cathartic experience. Was I it? Yes. You got off the couch. Our, yep. our hour is over. Please make <laughs> another appointment with the secretary on your way out. And I'm Joe Burns. I'm Beth West. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. Give me a ticket for an aeroplane. Ain't got time to take a fast train. Lonely days are gone. I'm a going home. How much money I gotta spend Got to get back to my baby again Lonely days are gone I'm a-going home My baby just wrote me a letter